Good evening, on both sides. We are gathered this evening to hear, to discuss Divrei Torah Bezer Hashem the subject, the topic of Bitochon Binyoni Parnose which is no secret that today <coughs> is Dover Be'ithay Matoiv. I <coughs> I think maybe it would have been appropriate <coughs> to have a gathering not after this gathering, what is called Alteresis Oedidus, Tefillet, and <coughs> is the Minhag, as is customary in Am Yisrael, in Eis Tzorah. I'm not the one to judge, <coughs> but many of us think that we are in an ace total. I would like to <coughs> relate a little story of our going HaKodesh to Bechol Ber Weissmendl. It's a story that everyone knows because it's printed in the, he wrote it up in the Minah Meitzar. Before the Churban HaGodel, before the Holocaust, and <coughs> his Shver, the night of who was Adam Godel B'Kodesh and who he himself was also a Godel B'Kodesh and he describes <coughs> as there was in Tzeres Eiridus and they knew it was coming Rahman al-Islam and there was a Tzeres Eiridus and L'Chathchile <coughs> the night of was supposed to go and to participate and to say Divrei his Eiridus but his health didn't allow him and Michal Be he was the one who went and then when he came back, the Natarov asked him, What did you say? He said, I said at Russia on the Posik, Lomatasa Koila Vodecho. And I described the terrible danger we are in. I don't know if anybody knew at that moment what terrible future was in for them, for Am Yisrael. And I described the Sakona of the rising of the Germans, etc., etc., and there was a murder that decided us, and I screamed the post, like, Loma Tasa Koyla Avodecho, and everyone was crying, and there was this Oedirus, and there was a Gvaldek Etzfile, and the Mechobe writes that the night of was very, very makpid, and he says, if I would know that you would have said such language, I wouldn't have, I would have been most nefesh, I would have gone myself. When you want to talk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he says, place your face to the wall, and scream, When you're talking to Am Yisrael, you should be them to tshuva and to tefillah and to be, to be, to be mfashish v'maisim. Very deep insight. I'm saying this as an introduction. Really, I'm not the one to be standing here at this, at this place. Because really, 
It's a time of Vesodirus. Also Tefillah. And also someone should get up and say, Dvorim Noikvim, that we have to do Tshuva, etc. And everything which is involved in what should be said, and we all know. I don't feel myself worthy of doing the job, even in this gathering, Koshkein before Am Yisrael. I wouldn't have gotten up to speak tonight, even the Dibritel I'm going to say, Bezer Hashem. I am part of an organization. I try to be good, to do what I'm told. My name was put on the wall. And I'm just taking instructions. Omer Rabbi Yaisi, Yedeani, Ba'atmi, She'eni, Koyen. I know that I'm not worthy to stand and to say the And the center of the evening will be after I finish, but I will just put in a few words in the subject which will be discussed tonight. One of the very famous words that are being used today is the word bitochen. Bitochen ba Kodesh Baruch now the sugya, the topic of bitochin is a very deep topic, a very wide topic. And like every topic in Torah, there are differences of opinions in the Rishonim and the Achroinim. It's very famous that there's a Chavos that explains bitochin, there's a Vilnagoyin that explains bitochin, there's a Chazanish that explains the bitochin, there are Medrashim that explains bitochin, and there are Kashis and there are Terutim. And it's a sugya, like every sugya, which should be learned and delved into. And everyone should come to halacha lemaise, because it's a, it's a halacha. It's a, one of the fundamentals in Jewish life. And with everything that was said and be talking, I will try to give my understanding how I understood from the Rishonim. What is bitochen? In the Chavos Halvavis, and many other places, but over the Chavos Halvavis is very obvious, but in the Chazalim, in Medrashim, the concept Bitochen has two words to express Bitochen. The word Emuna and the word Bitochen. In the language of the Gemara, a Baal Bitochen, someone who has trust in Hashem, is called Bali Ammonim. Very famous Gemara, the Gemara says, Kama Godel Bale Amone. Let us see how great it is when you have trust. Hamamin Bechulda Ubar Kach. Those, that couple that trusted in the Chulda, Chulda is a weasel or a cat, and in the Bor, Bor is a well. The story that there was a couple that promised they're going to marry each other. And you say, who will be witness? And there was a well, and a cat went by. Let us say, a chulda is a cat. I don't know exact translation. Excuse me? Mo? All right, we'll accept your translation. And the chulda and the boar should be our witness. They designate them as witness. And then he went and married someone else. He forgot about his swear, about his promise. 
And he had a child, the Chazal tell us the first child fell into a bowl, or fell into a well, and the second one was, was killed by a chulda. And he finally realized, and the witness came and testified. And the Gemara says, Hamamin If you put your belief into the chulda and the bar, now, the word emuna, we would think, is not appropriate. Because emuna means to believe. Well, you don't have to believe in the cat. You put trust into the chulda, you put trust into the, into the bar. So again, we find the word emuna sometimes means the simple translation to believe. And sometimes means to trust. And the word bitochen Sometimes, and very often, is called emuna, sometimes bitochen. Now, <clears throat> here we have an insight. What exactly is bitochen? I think we can say in very simple language. Emuna means to believe. Emuna, Ba'kodesh Baruch means to have the intellectual knowledge that there is and Almighty HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there is a God who is the creator of the world and something which surely everyone sitting here has, Baruch Hashem and subconsciously most of the world also that's what Emunah means Emunah means to believe, to know there is Hashem now what does Bitochen mean? to put trust in Hashem what does that mean to put trust in Hashem? The way I understood from the Rishonim, Bitochen means in very simple language. When you believe in Hashem, how real is Hashem? When Hashem and what you know of Hashem is real, tangible, real fact, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu in your eyes, in your knowledge, is a tangible, real personality. Not less than your brother, your sister, your father. That is Bitochen. A person can say, Baruch Atah Hashem, Elokeinu, Elokeinu, And you ask him, you had Kavana today? Absolutely. And his mind is wandering. Because he has to cover a $10,000 check at 9 o'clock in the morning. And his mind is wandering and he can't daven, but he works hard and he davens. And he says, Elokeinu, my, our God. God means the one who created all the world. Even if I'm unworthy, but he is the God of our fathers. Everything is his. For his sake, be and he loves me. Melech, king, Oizer, Umashia, Umogin. And he bows down he, and he, 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 he actually is mavatl himself to this absolute truth. Mogin Avraham, and he continues and he says, And he says, And he comes back to reality. But what's about the check? And he's nervous. And he's walking the street, and all of a sudden he sees light. His second cousin, who's a, who's a semi-rich man, 
is walking down the street. <sighs> Yanko, I'm in terrible trouble. Lend me 10,000 bucks just for a week. Now, this is absurd. Here, this gentleman believed that there is an almighty Hashem that has gone chasadim toivim. And he says, he is my father and my second cousin. He's my tati. And he has koine hakur. All the money, everything is his. And his niflo yisecha v'toiv yisecha. The question is, how is he going to get the $10,000 to my pocket? Al niflo yisecha v'toiv yisecha shabucholeis erev avoykev v'tzaharoyim. The parent says, but well, I'm not, I'm not worthy. Hatoiv kilei cholu rechamecho. Your, your, your rechmonis is endless. Amalachim kilei samu chasadecho. Mi oyom kivinu loch. And all this, he believes. And he's... <laughs> He needs a 10,000 bucks. And all of a sudden, he sees a second cousin. And it's embarrassing to say it, but the second cousin is real. <laughs> He's real. If you'd give him a smack, then his hand would collide. So that's real. And Shmanesra is Shmanesra. When Emunah, when Emunah, what we believe, becomes Emuna becomes real, then is bitochen. Bitochen means you rely. You don't rely on ideas. You don't rely on philosophy. You don't rely on religion. You rely on what is real. And that is bitochen. Bitochen is when HaKadosh Baruch Hu becomes real. That is bitochen. And it's real enough to rely on it. Now, when I sit down, excuse the simple simplicity of the marshal, I'm not afraid I'm going to be hurt because this chair is real. And that's what Emunah means. That Kodesh Baruch you can rely on him. You can rely on Hashem because he's real. And the more real HaKadosh Baruch is in our eyes, that is Bitochen, and that is greatness, and that is the beauty of the Jew. I wasn't a hundred years ago or five hundred years ago. In my imagination, the difference between the greatness of generations, and I'm not talking about the stages of the Jewish people. I'm not talking the difference between the Kivager and the knowledge of the people of the Tamir Chacham of our generation. I'm talking about the simple folk. I'm talking about, uh, about, about a simple woman who didn't know how to read. Now, I wasn't there, but the Mishnaburah says, Raiv Noshim don't know how to read. Today, Baruch Hashem, you all know how to read. And this is not discussion, this is not our topic. But what was the difference between those and we today? In my eyes, again, this is, this is my humble opinion, the difference of generations was how real Emunah is. How real Emunah was. Hundreds of years ago, less, and I think it was a ladder of generations, by a simple Jewish person, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was as real as, as, any, in the, as any personality that we know that we live with. They didn't need a siddur. 
Because when I talk to you, I don't need a siddur. Achenvei, if I would talk to my friend with a siddur. You don't need a siddur. When there's someone real standing here, you talk Yiddish or English or Spanish or Goyish or Russish, because whatever language he knows. And when there's a real Akkadosh Baruch standing next to you, so you talk the language he knows. He knows all the languages, you don't need a siddur. Absolutely, there wasn't no need for a siddur. The man had a siddur because they, because they went into depth and to, 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 to the Batak and the Lama. But the woman didn't need a siddur, we need a siddur. You need a siddur because today we need a siddur. Excuse the expression, when you talk to the wall, you need a siddur. When you talk to a tangible personality, you don't need a siddur. Talk, <laughs> talk the language, you understand? And when someone, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu becomes real to him, then he has bitoch. He's not worried. He knows how much money HaKadosh Baruch Hu possesses. He knows of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's miracles. He knows that, that if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is on our side, it's true that HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us as, as, as low as we are. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us children just to bring a, a, an example of love to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If you see uh, a young woman that brings a babe with a clothespin on her nose, it's not the mommy. The mommy doesn't, 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 doesn't bother the, 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 what, what the baby had bashmus the ganze in Rochas Hashem Asoyez Basti and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is our Tati and our Mami and our brother and our sister Alvinu Bator Shnitlo Imoy Achoysi Rayosi every every expression of love and of closeness and of greatness so what's the problem? the problem is that it should become real when it becomes real that's Bitoch and then you don't look on the mice. I once heard a beautiful word. When a Jew makes Kiddush on El Shabbos, I want to make Kiddush. What a declaration. Who created all this? Hashem Yisbarach created all this. And we make Kiddush on a glass of wine. Why do we make Kiddush on a glass of wine? I think we should make a kiddush on a black gemara, on a pair of tehillim. Why a glass of wine? What shaykhs is a glass of wine to have to the bichulu hashemayim be'aretz v'chol What's the connection? Whenever Jewish people are want to bring haydah, want to bless Hashem, want to bring out the expression of thanks to Hashem, we make a su'ud. and we eat cake, and we have a lavish feast. I would think that if you want to be thanks to Hashem, you should fast for three days straight. Why? Why? Why feast? The parrot says, the answer is, if we would make Kiddush on a black Gemara, we take out a Sefer Til and make Kiddush, make, make Kiddush, that it will be an expression that we say, we're testifying Kodesh Baruch who created the world. It's a, tes- it's a testimony that comes from religion. It comes from philosophy. It comes from Seichel. But a glass of wine is real. <laughs> Maybe I'm being too simple. There is nothing as real as a glass of wine. Remember the last time you drank a glass of wine? It's Brento Chalakishkis. And you put, you say, into this glass of wine, you say, Vayichulu Hashemayim, Vihoretz Vachol Tzvam, 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the heaven and the earth and it's as real as this glass of wine and drink the glass of wine and it's, and, and it's, 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 it's a tangible, simple fact. It's not a philosophy, it's not a depth, it's not a religion, it's as real as this glass of wine. And the same is true when we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu when we have a simcha, we say, we get up and we say thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and it's as simple and as real as the delicious food we're eating as a piece of cake. Piece of cake is not a philosophy. Piece of cake is a piece of cake. And that's how simple the truth of Hashem is Baruch is. And that is Bitoch. That is the simple definition of Bitoch. And when a person acquires this reality, then by nature he has Bitochen. And all the machlekes between the Chavis Avovis and the Chazanish, how much Bitochen, how much Ishtadis, these Shailas all come when, when, you, when you, you, you're talking about something which is unreal. But when you have a Tatya, when you have a Kodesh Baruch who is close to you, who is real in your eyes, then there's no Shailas, everything is simple. What's the problem, Bukhla? If I'd have a third cousin, if I'd have anybody who would love me a millionth of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, who would possess a billionth of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, <laughs> this is an understatement, I wouldn't be worried. But now the question is, and here the big question is being posed, how do we make a Kodesh Baruch Hu real in our eyes? This is the big problem. This is the big problem. Of course, that's what Bitochen is. Of course, Emuna means to give trust, Emun, to rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is real in our eyes, when the truth of the Torah is real in our eyes, of course we have Bitochen, of course there's no problem. But here the question is, but how do we acquire this greatness? And the truth is a paradox. Why shouldn't it be na- natural? Why shouldn't it be natural? Now, let me just explain the pellet. The, the, the just explain how, how, how what, what a paradox we were talking about. We're talking about Jewish people who are sitting here in this room, that we are willing, and every person sitting in this room can wishes for themselves. This is the greatest wish that we can imagine that we should give our lives and the lives of our families to, to die to Hashem for the truth of HaKadosh Baruch we have no sveikas about the truth of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Every one of us is willing to, we say Shema Yisrael, and with absolute truth, we're willing to give ourselves Beskila, Sreifa, Herig, Lechenek, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for the truth of the moon of the Torah. And it was done, and we're all willing to do it. Lamaisa. So it's, it's, if it will be unreal. So a person doesn't give away his life for what's unreal. We spend a lot of money because of the, because of the, 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 the reality of Amunah. To be religious Jew costs money. Whether it's the mitzvahs or it's the kashris or it's the chinuch. Melosach kosten for Yiddishkeit. What's the pshat? And when it comes to the smallest nisoyim, 
the smallest problem. As if you go, you go, you, you go bananas. What's going to be? What's going to be? What's going to be? You have a Kodesh Baruch to rely on. And you say that again, yeah, I'm a Kodesh Baruch surely have a Kodesh Baruch surely have It's a paradox. Now, I think the chat is as follows. It's said in the name of Hashem Tev that Emune is a Dveikus. Now let me explain this. Really, every knowledge is a Shaykhis. Every knowledge is a connection. You cannot know something which you have no connection with. It's absolutely impossible. Just like to bring a mushal um, miracles. You cannot know, you cannot really imagine miracles that came forth in, in our world. Because I'll tell us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu took all of Am Yisrael, two million people, between two Vazi Oren, between two and a half families. A miracle. Now, we have no connection with, with, this, with this nest, so therefore we can't know what happened. We can't have the knowledge. We can know that there was such a thing. We know there was such a thing. But, you, but knowledge is called das. And das means a connection. It means a connection. To know HaKadosh Baruch Hu means to be, have a shaykhis of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to be connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is the real answer on the miracle of miracles that there is in our world. That there are so many people that don't know HaKadosh Baruch And when we think about it for a moment, it's a pellet. How is it possible not to know HaKadosh Baruch We sit in a room and we look around. We sit in a room and we look around. And we ask, who put in this light bulb? Some Shvartz went up and turned it in. How do you know some Shvartz? You saw the Shvartz go up? Don't you, what, didn't you go to school? You're not supposed to believe what you didn't see. This is uh, this, uh, and this the Schwarze put up, and this the Schwarze painted, and this someone put down wallpaper, and someone put down linoleum, and someone put up this microphone. Everything. The moment you come to the sun, you come to the moon, you come to your heart, you come to your eyes, you come to your ears, and you see the genius. There's more. There's more genius in your eyes and all the computers and all the machines and the whole world put together and here all of a sudden a mental block it's, 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 it's just astounding and the answer is because to know the simple truth who put that sun in the sky means that you are connected to that truth it's a dvekus emune avo and yire are three in, of the same. Just like love to Hashem is a dvekus to Hashem, fear to Hashem is a connection to Hashem, knowledge of Hashem is a connection to Hashem. When we know Hashem, it's because we have a shachet to HaKadosh Baruch. Now what, and, and I think that most of the people sitting here know it. And I say it very often when 
I sit in the yeshiva or outside of the yeshiva. And people come to me with shayla sevamuna. All kinds of shayla sevamuna. All kinds of questions. And many times I answer the questions. And I always tell them, the questions that you asked, and I'm answering you, and I know the answer. I know the answer. Well, who taught me? Who was the one who explained it to me? Where did I get this insight? From Tfilin, from Tzitzis, from Azuzah, from Babakama, from Blatkemurah. When you learn Torah, you become close to Hashem. And all of a sudden, everything turns clear. Anavere. Emunah does not come from intellectual knowledge. Emunah comes from Kedusha. The Emunah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes from a Shaykhist to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is a fact that all of us can say witness that when we are Kodesh, when we are Tohor, our Emunah is with the clarity. When Rahman al-Islam, a person is, 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 is deep in Averis, then all of a sudden his, his, his mind starts boggling. Emunah comes from Dveikus. Now Dveikus, Dveikus is a two-sided business. I always say, why, and again I raise another pillar, why is it so hard to dab? It's also, it's just, it's, just a, it's, it's one of the astounding, astounding phenomena of creation. I could sit and talk to Reuven and to Shimon and to, and to, to Levi and to Yehuda, any person. I think I spoke to, in my life, I spoke to hundreds and hundreds of people. I never just, you know, I just never turned off. <laughs> it never happened to me. And I believe, and I as Baruch Hashem believe, and we all believe that HaKadosh Baruch is standing in front of us, and in the language of Mesir Sushorim, as the Mesir Sushorim says, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyochul is Shutei Kamashmai listens to us, and all, and I will, we just start Baruch Ato, and the whole world, like, like the Pshalom Shvadron says, I was once going in Machni Yehuda, and someone comes, gives me a punch in my heart, and then I realized in the middle of Shemin Esra, and I was dreaming about Machni Yehuda, I came to Slachlon, I woke up, Now, this, this is a phenomenon. Why is it like that? You don't want to talk to Hashem? I'm dying to talk to Hashem. I have so much to ask from Him. First of all, I learn about Please, a little sechel give me. Believe me. I'm dying to talk to Hashem. We have plenty to... to, 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 to to thank Hashem, and we, we have so much to ask for Hashem. And then when it comes to Baruch Eleinu, and I want to say, I realize that I'm up to Moedim already. I just skipped it. Why is it like that? The Territz is, because Tefillah is simply talking to Hashem, as simple as can be. And if you want to talk to Hashem, it's a two-way conversation. And two-way conversation both sides have to want to communicate. Now, you want to talk to Hashem. Does Hashem want to talk to you? That's a different question. And if Hashem doesn't want to talk to you, the communication is not complete, and you just turn off. And the same is true with the moon. What's missing in a moon, Mitzideinu on our side, every person would just look at the sky and see a moon. Hashemayim is sapring kvoideil, umaisiyodav magad horakia. 
But the answer is, when this Shvarta would realize he was HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he would create a closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The realization is a closeness, it's a dveikut, it's an attachment. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu has no interest in being attached to this Shvarta. So therefore the knowledge just doesn't work, it just, it just doesn't communicate. Emuna is, comes from Dveikut. The difference between previous generations and today, again, in my opinion, I'm not saying more than, more than my own opinion, is because then that people were Kodesh Vatohar, HaKodesh Baruch wanted the closeness of every Jew. Every Jew was a Beit HaMikdosh. The Shekhinah was shared within the Jew. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu was as real as can be. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is real. Today, the realization of the reality of Amunah would bring us such a Kedusha, such a Dveikus, that we are absolutely unworthy of. Because of our Maisim, etc., etc. So therefore, it just, it just doesn't work. The communication just, it just doesn't come about. In other words, in other words, the reason why I'm missing Bitochen and the way to acquire Bitochen and every Jew wants Bitochen for two reasons. First of all, the greatness of Bitochen and second of all, Bitochen, Bitochen works. When you rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu pays up. We say it and we're going to say it, we're going to sing it soon. Never did a person rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu and HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't come through. If you rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes through. So we all want to be talking for many reasons. But for the simplest reason, because there's nothing <laughs> as comfortable as be talking. But be talking is acquired from closeness to Hashem. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to pause for a moment and put in a little word, a little halacha lamais. When we talk Yiddishkeit, we talk of a Jew as a part of Am Yisrael. Now, when we talk Bitochen, we really are discussing the the tafkid, the, the, the object of every Jew as a part of Am Yisrael. A Jew is not supposed to be selfish. Now, <clears throat> we are here in a gathering. I don't know how to describe it, but I would like to put a, a, just a little word of... Let's say we'd be in a gathering of, 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 of tefillah. Really... A person can come to Madrigas in davening that he could, he, could, he, could, he could ignite thousands of people around him. The greatness that a person can acquire is the Chavaz Chaim saved the whole world. Chavaz Chaim didn't talk Lashon Hara. And we all don't talk Lashon Hara because of the Chavaz Chaim. The Chavaz Chaim didn't center his machshava about himself. I don't know in the beginning of his avoid. But I want to talk a moment about Bitochen. There's a very interesting post about Bitochen. 
Bitochen says like this. We say this every, we say this once a week. Very, very interesting Pesach. The Pesach says like this. Yoishev b'seyser Elyon. You can sit in the shadow of Elyon of HaKadosh Baruch. B'tseyel shada yisloinen. Oymala Hashem. Machasi umutsudosi. You are my protection. You are my strength. Elohai ev tachvoch. I rely on you. All descriptions of how we can rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu's strength. Don't be afraid of the fear of the night. Even if there are arrows flying. Here we come to a problem. Don't be afraid. What do you mean don't be afraid? Look how many dead people around me. Look how many dead people around me. So here is a very interesting pasuk. Yipol mitzidcho elif. Urevavo miminecho. Eilecho lo yigosh. What bothers you is, how can I rely on Hashem? Here you have people, tzaddiki not less than I am, worthy not less than I am, and I believe it's a chiddush. What does Miminecha mean? On your right side. You know what it means on your right side? Who goes on your right side? Your Rebbe. Someone who's better than you. 10,000 people who are bigger tzaddikin than I and more worthy than I. So, so who, what should I rely on? It's not going to happen to you. That should be talking means. Now, again, I'm being a little selfish over here. But I'd like to discuss this point. There are people that have been talking that in, in, in the Siyat of the Shemayim and the Geta Am And this is greatness. I today cannot, I, I, I don't know, I, I don't want to describe, maybe I do know, I don't know, but I want to describe something very simple. There is a bitochen called Yipo Mitzicho Elef Urevova Miminecho Elecha Lo Yigosh. If we want to have instances of this greatness, let us remember 50 years ago. Most of the people sitting here, young people, don't remember, but we were told. Those that were saved. Mamish, it's Unbelievable miracles of Yipo Mitzilcho Elef Urevova Miminecho. Elecha lo Yigosh. I'd like to tell a little story. A story that everyone here knows. It's written up. Everyone knows it. But I say it over and over again because I heard it from people that I, that, from my rabbi. In the time of, of, of Khurban Am Yisrael, just 40 years ago, when Am Yisrael was Domei Nishpach Kamayim, and the Jewish people were up in flames, at that time, everyone had a Sisiyat HaDishmaya. Those that were saved had their own miracles. I just want to tell a little story that I heard from my Rebbe, that everyone knows the story, but just because it's Negei Tower Inyan. There was a Miri Yeshiva, Amir Yeshiva in Europe, 
of several hundred bachrim. The whole yeshiva was saved. Now, <coughs> saved. A lot of people were saved. I heard from my Rebbe, I heard from my Rebbe the Bishabir, the son of the Briskarov. Time it does not allow to tell the story. It's just the, the, the Nisim, when the Briskarov went from Varsha to Vilna, it's a million to describe. And the whole time he was working on Bitochen, on Bitochen, on Bitochen. That was the Briskarov's whole studio, on Bitochen by Kodesh Borch. His whole avoider was Bitochen, Bitochen. The story starts off that they ordered a, 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 a wagon with, with the, it's a long ride, with rubber wheels. And of course, the next morning they came with iron wheels. Iron wheels is very, very hard to travel. And the, son, and the children, Biskov said, what do we do? Biskov said, if HaKadosh Baruch sent us iron wheels, then we should have iron wheels. And as the story goes by, in the middle of the, middle of the Germans stopped them. And, want to, and whenever they stopped the, the, people traveling, they would take away the wagon. Eh, who needs this wagon? It's iron wheels. It's not worth anything. And then there, I just want to tell one little story that I heard from my Rebbe. I heard from his own mouth. Rabbi Shabbat said, when they took it, when, when one of the times the Germans stopped us, I'm just telling you a story which I heard from, from Balamaisa. And the Biskarov was, they, they were in the wagon, there was, you know, there's rows of seats. And the Biskarov and the Bishabir were in the back. And the, the Germans stopped them and they all went out. Bishabir went out next to the last. And the Germans thought he had a golden watch. Took away the watch. He says, thank you, an anding, remember, thank you very much. And the Biskarov went out. And there was two, there was, there was an older one and a younger one. And the other one said to the young one, that's this is a godly person. And he gave him back his watch, and they sent him back to, to him, go back in, and they, they continued. And when the, then they came to, to, to Vilna, they, they were, they were there's a whole story, there were, there were people that went and traveled with them. They said, we went from house to house, and every person, every wagon that went from Vasha to Vilna, in these few days, no one came out complete. Many came back alive, but Rahman al Islam, they used to cut off, they used to cut off someone's hand, they used to send invite. Every, every wagon was, 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 was damaged, besides the Biskrav's wagon. And the Biskrav, the whole art was bitokhan bitokhan. But this is not what I'm, what I'm going to discuss. I want to discuss the story of the Mir Yeshiva. The Mir Yeshiva was a Yeshiva of 400, 400 500 books. They went from Mir. They traveled till they arrived in Japan. Now, I'm not going to do just justice to this piece of history. It's a beautiful piece of history. When they came, when they, when they, had, they had to leave Mir, and they came to Vilna, they divided up in different places. I heard from Talmidim. They were in the Etlach HaKlein Shtetlach. The people of the Shtetlach they 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 were called upon them like kings. They took out the Pesach Tikka Kalim because Pesach Tikka Kalim was a little Yantuf Tikka Kalim. They took out Pesach Tikka dishes. The Bochum had, they, they gave them the best of foods. And then, as the story continues, they went from place to place until they, when they traveled from, from, till down to, to the end of Russia, to, near Japan. The Baron Kotler was there, the Blake Malin was there. They traveled, there was no way to travel on train, only as tourists. They traveled as first-class tourists. 
Bishabet told me the story. He says, we arrived in Moscow. Buses came and picked us up from the train, from the train station to the, the best hotel in Russia. We came to the hotel. Here we're talking about 400 yeshiva bochum. Yeshiva bochum. We came to the hotel. We came to the hotel. They didn't know what to do with us. They, they gave us food, but we couldn't eat the food. They gave us oranges. The Bochum, Yeshiv Bochum, they never saw an orange in life. <laughs> they never saw an orange in life. They gave us the most delicious delicacies. The next day, they had to wait for the next train. They had to wait two days. Bershebeth said, the next day, the buses came to take us to the zoo. My pochus for the Yosef. He says, I didn't go. I was afraid. But the Bochum went. And here you have Yeshiv Bochum traveling in tourist buses, going to the zoo in Moscow. They saw a line of 1,500 people waiting for a piece of bread. In Germany and Poland, the concentration camps are, are burning full blast. And in the middle of this Gehenna, in the middle of the Gehenna, here you have 400 yeshiva bachrim eating oranges and going to the zoo. Well, my, my, I, I, would, I would talk about it for half an hour, but my time doesn't allow me. Like the Gemara says on Bnei Kairach, when the old Kairach's family fell into Gehenna, the children of Kairach did children, and in the middle of the Gehenna, and they were saying, like the middle of a Gehenna, you have a bubble, and over there you're protected. Nothing touches you. I heard from the from the Shiva, they never had a moment that didn't have what to